My grandpa kept a box in his attic for over 70 years. It contained his entire experience as a soldier during World War II. These are the letters he sent home. Hello and welcome to Airmail from Dip. Luzon, July 11th, 1945. Dear Miss Marion, Thought I'd better use the formal tone just in case you're peeved. It's been a long spell since I last wrote. In fact, I'll accentuate, it's been quite a long spell. I could have written a short note and explained long ago, but always expected to write a lengthy letter the next night. I'm truly sorry, Marion. Lean over here and let's make up, hmm? Get set for a lengthy paragraph because I'm going to explain, if possible, why you haven't heard from me. Just as if you noticed the gap between my letters. We've finally moved back from the front to a rest area. Did I say rest? We start training next week all over again. In the meantime, we've been building ourselves a camp this last ten days. Just move over here a little cozier and I'll give you the gruesome details. In the first place, picture a large expanse of grassy fields. That's the site. Given. One GI prefabricated wooden tin structure, period. Problem, build a camp complete with everything, just like home. Tools, shovels, picks, nails, hammer, saw, blood, sweat, and tears. Presto. Result, I don't know yet, we're not through. Please, don't rush us. The sun is out here like fire. But here's what we've been doing so far. Set up the battery tents, fill in and stake off and gravel a battery street. Build showers, build with trees, dig garbage and sump hole, wire whole battery for lights, build a dry room, make a motor park, partition off the kitchen, supply, officer's mess, orderly room, BC's office, and officer's mess in the big prefab. In our spare time, we're building up our men's tents with bamboo and making tables and shelves. Now. In our spare spare time, we plan to fix up our own quarters. Right now we're living ankle deep in mud. The only dry place is bed. We've got big ideas though about fixing up our quarters and it'll be fun to see what we can create. Lumber is critical around here, but we're going to try and dicker with the air core with a bottle of Schultz Black Label. It usually gets results. Our whole outfit is packed into one camp, so our choice of shows at night is almost limitless. Each battalion has their own screen, including the 8th. And then, the division has its own amphitheater in which to hold all USO traveling shows. Last week, the boys saw Oklahoma. Next week, Dick Jurgens and his band. We're not hurting for entertainment of a GI flavor. Passes are taboo right now because we can't spare any men till the camp shapes up. Then we'll all get a crack at some three-day passes, and of course weekends. Manila is about the only town worth going to, they say. Haven't seen the place yet, but expect to be all thrilled over seeing a concrete building again after those hills we stared at for so long. Say, Marion, this might be a little embarrassing to you, but I'd just have to straighten you out. There are no companies in the artillery. They're called battery, and my battery is B, not C. Mac and Tony suggested that I write and tell you that if you must run around with the infantry, at least try to keep the addresses straight. Now, aren't you sorry you tried to write us both on the same night? Your letter of June 22nd came the other day, and it was pretty swell. All this talk about future good times to be had when I reach Minneapolis is music to my ears. It'll probably be some time before Tojo surrenders, but I'm hoping that will be soon. Maybe in 46, with all the pressure the Air Force is putting on them now? 
Had hopes on points, but now it looks as if the officers aren't going to be let out as rapidly as the enlisted men. Wish I were still a sergeant, I'd be packing my bag, shoving off in about a month. Yeah, I guess someone has to stick around, but I'm just cad enough to wish that it didn't have to be me. Gosh, wouldn't it be something to drop into a Red Cross to get coffee and donuts somewhere in Yokohama and lo and behold, Marion. Do you think such a thing could happen? But now I hear the generator beginning to sputter, so I must say goodnight in a hurry. I guarantee that happens only in my letters. Love, yeah. P.S. I know what you're thinking, but that was four years ago. Luzon, July 11th, 1945. Dear Mom and Dad, Well, I did it again. Each day I expected to get a long letter off, but I didn't get to it. I haven't had a lot of time, but admit I should have dropped you a note anyway so you wouldn't worry. Gosh, it's been all of two weeks, and that's pretty sad. I'm sorry. The big news at this time is that we're finally out of combat and in a rest area. We've been here for a week, and as we have to start from scratch and build up a whole new camp, we're really shaking after our own tails here. Also, we started training right off the bat next week, so you can see we're not dilly-dallying around. Here are some of the things that keep us from any spare writing time these days. Set up and line up battery street and tents. Fill each tent floor with gravel. Awful wet here. Rainy season. Gravel, battery, street, and round mess halls. Build latrines, showers, bamboo frames for tents. Dig ditches for tents and mess hall. Make roads and motor parks. Oh yes, and put all kinds of walls, partitions, shelves, and general improvements in the big tin and wood building that was here when we moved in. We're using the ladder for a mess hall, kitchen, supply room, orderly room, and BC's office. Can you see all the partitions? We're also building mess tables and all sorts of shelves and tables for the boys' tents. Oh yes, and about next Monday we'll start construction on a day room for the men. Of course, after all these things are done, we can, in our spare time, start to fix up our own quarters. I don't know if I'm glad or sad about coming off the lines. Life was pretty simple up there. I'm kidding, of course. Now, if you can see me flopping on my bed at night, instead of not writing, this paragraph is not in vain. In about two weeks, I expect we'll be set up in good shape. Then maybe we'll get some passes to Manila. They say it's just a shambles, but after fighting so long on the island, up in the hills, it'd be nice to see some buildings that are made from something besides grass and bamboo. Don't get the wrong impression about the way we're building up around here. Don't want you to think I'm going to spend the duration here. That's just the way the army operates. Anything can happen and probably will. Nothing's permanent in the army but chow. Today we got a beer issue. One case per man. Pretty nice, eh? I made some dickers and managed to get a nice assortment. I got six hams, six ballantines, six schlitz, and last but not least, six good old grain belts. Right now it's raining something fierce. We have a stream running through our tent and it's getting a little higher each time I look. If I end up this letter with a bloob, you know what happened. At least it's carrying off our beer cans. Empty, of course. Colonel Benson cornered me one day and told me how Elsie Nelson had written that she visited you folks. I told him you had written me all about it, and also how much you enjoyed their visit. Yeah, I'm making points these days. Marion even surprised me by writing about how she was working at the Red Cross with Elsie Nelson when she happened to overhear my name mentioned. Those two are good friends, it appears. Small world. The mosquitoes, seeing as you asked me, 
Weren't bad up in the past, but it's just the opposite down here in the plains. They're ferocious. We sleep with nettings over us always. Almost forgot to tell you we have electric lights in our quarters and mess halls, and that was another big job I forgot to list. Point system seems to have slowed down, at least for us. I refuse to even get excited about it. Everything is too indefinite and conflicting. Yes, a part of the 25th hit Baylor Bay, but not our battalion. We stayed and cleaned up pockets of resistance in the mountains, in the vicinity of Belletti Pass. I'll be taking a lot of pictures one of these days of the new camp when it gets whipped into shape. That's better than trying to explain all the details. The mail has been slow this way as a result of the big move to the rest area. Expect a good nest egg one of these bright rainy days. The food so far has been excellent. Pork chops, hamburger. We invited the colonel over for meatballs and spaghetti. It's his favorite. Three fresh eggs for four a.m.s in a row. And not to mention steak one night. There's a WAC camp about ten miles from here, so we're going to get ourselves some feminine guests one day. It's one of those future plans we talk about over coffee. Well, I hope you don't worry about me so much for a while now, because outside of a bolt of lightning or a reckless driver, I'm reasonably safe. Now I must get some rest, so I'll say so long, and not so long as last time. All my love, Dorrance. P.S. Almost forgot. Here's a money order for 200 pesos, or in Yankee currency, $100. This project is created by me, Christian Olson, with audio production by my brother Eric at Olson Media. The piano music is performed and arranged by my other brother, Jonathan. For more information, follow along at airmailfromdip.com. And for more photographs, follow Airmail from Dip on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs>